KGB Radio, episode 46. Uh, I'm your host, Rock. Um, I have Mr. Pat Ronk with me here. Hey. Hey. Hey, guy. Hey. And uh, Chris Lindahl is, um, I don't know, what is he this week? He, he gets his one sick day. Yeah. Chris took a sick day today. Um, you know, I, I tried to tell him, those uh, those elementary schools, they're just a breeding ground for virus. So, <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> disease. All those skanks that he's hanging out with. Susie. Chris Bang's children is what yeah. I'm saying. That's that's the that's the takeaway. Oh man. Uh, so we took like what, like a week off? Yeah. I don't know why. I don't remember why we did that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we, we went through this earlier. I, I, I don't <laughs> remember I feel like I was unavailable last week, but I don't know why now. I was unavailable. I don't know why anyone else was. Chris said it wasn't happening. Yeah. So, yeah. So I I don't know. It's, it's all Chris's fault. It's a black hole of a week, I guess. No idea. Yeah. Um, Doesn't but, feel like two weeks ago for some reason. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, well, we, we, yeah, yeah. Could it, be the empty bottle of Kraken here. Yeah, yeah, we did kill almost an entire bottle of Kraken, and then I'm pretty sure after that bottle was gone, we broke into my bottle of rum, too. Oh, yeah. You remember that? No. I vaguely remember <laughs> that. I, I know that we had it, so, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, that was... Um, yeah, that, that was definitely our, our most drinky podcast that we've done so far. Um, well, and most drinky in-person one. Yeah. there were lots of <laughs> super drinky Well, yeah, the mumble, the mumble ones, are it's easy to get so drunk on because you don't have to drive anywhere. You're already home. Yep. Yeah, I'm thinking specifically of the one where Chris drank two Four Locos. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he was kind of, in, like, indecipherable. He got pretty the... incoherent towards the yeah. end. And he, he started talking about his... Uh, how he's got this art degree that he doesn't do anything with. Uh-huh. You remember that? He got, like, kind of depressed. Yeah. 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 And then later that night, he threw up purple sticky vomit everywhere. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was that night. I remember <clears> reading yeah. about it the day after or yep. something. He just filled his bathroom up with <laughs> purple vomit. Yeah. Yep. Man. Memories. Just stay away from Four loco, kids. That's... It sounds like a lot of fun, but it's not fun. That... Yeah. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't do that. No matter how good it looks, even in retrospect, don't. Maybe we should. Maybe we should do one more. Yeah, probably. We should do one more with four, four logo. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. I think. I think we should give ourselves a lot of lead time on that though. Like, yeah. get everybody get together, and set aside like eight hours. We'd have to start in the morning, I think, just to be on the safe side. Because as it is, it's <clears throat> been taking longer and longer to get going. Yeah. Each time. Well, because we do a lot of stuff beforehand. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Which is good. Absolutely. But, like, if we did Four loco, yeah, like, everybody would be leaving my house at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning. Maybe. And with just the rum last week, that's what happened with me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, you were here past midnight, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't get home till one thirty or so. Yeah. And, I, I, you know, I didn't want you to feel like I was rushing you out. I was just like, I can barely keep my eyes open <laughs> yeah. anymore. Yeah. Like, man, that was, yeah, that was brutal. So, I guess moral of the story is, we need to start earlier. Yeah. yeah. That's, it's I, not anything with, like, no, you shouldn't drink or anything. No. Just, just start earlier, earlier so you can yeah. sober up. Yeah. yeah. That, that sounds like a good plan to me. I don't know. I guess I, we'll uh, see how it goes. Absolutely. I think we need to do a Four loco episode. That's 
that feels like a thing that needs to happen. Hey, maybe we'll do it on episode 50. That's going to be like our greatest hits. Wow. Yeah. What's, yeah. What are we on right now? On, this, this is 46. Is wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right? So sometime around Christmas, New Year or uh, yeah. so, it'll probably... It'll probably be right around there, yeah. Or after the New Year. Yeah. Which, yeah, that seems appropriate. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I- I'm going to be putting together a, a, like a Greatest Hits episode, just going back through <laughs> the past, you know, 50 episodes, or 49 episodes, and, you know, culling for, uh, you know, the, 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 the milestones, the high oh, points. So this is a good, probably 20 minutes there, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, that was good, nice. Yeah. Uh, 30. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I actually didn't actually think about how long that episode would be, but, um... Yeah, as it turns out, it probably won't be that long. Oh. I mean, it will be in between segments, kind of reacting or talking about, like, reminiscing, maybe. But, um, yeah, I think that would be a good Four Loco episode. Maybe that would be a good time to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe 51. I don't know. Soon. I think that's a thing that needs to happen soon, either way. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we'll do that. Hey, uh, Thanksgiving happened while we were mm-hmm. while we were gone. Did you did you go anywhere, or uh, did you and the, the lady stay home and do a Thanksgiving, or what did you do? Uh, we had so much stuff to do. Just going to like every house possible mm-hmm. sucks when it's like spread out, like thirty miles away from each other. Oh, like yeah. Oh, so yeah, we were all over the place. Yeah. It was a pretty exhausting day. And then we had to work on Friday. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Sucks. Yeah. Because last year we did like some uh, Black Friday stuff. Oh, really? Just for that, I had never done it. I was like, hey, why not? I didn't get anything. I just felt like doing it and it was just it's probably worth doing once at least yeah you know i mean you get to see like the worst kind of people yeah it, it does bring out the absolute worst in humanity yeah um well okay uh what was your favorite uh thanksgiving um dessert um oh actually that's pretty easy it was just um cook and serve vanilla pudding in a pre-packaged graham cracker shell okay kind of thing all right I don't know why, but I'm just in a vanilla pudding mood, I guess. Sounds delicious. It, it, it was really delicious. Yeah. It's so much better than the instant stuff. Okay. I see I that. Know. It, it makes sense. Like, you have to put effort into it. Yeah. Otherwise, why would they even create that anymore? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's not just uh, horse hooves and whatever the hell else goes in that stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Gelatin. No, no, pudding. <clears throat> yeah, I'm pretty sure horse hooves is Okay, maybe. Yeah, I, I'm, I think horse hooves are like an in, in, uh, integral ingredient in gelatin. Oh, yeah, it is. I, yeah, bones and it's I bone mean, it's gelatin. Meal. Yeah, yeah. Like if you have like Ugh. cooked ham or whatever, you put it in the fridge afterwards. Like you know, it gets all it slimy. Gets that. Yeah, that's horse that's hooves. It. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't <laughs> knew that there were horse hooves <laughs> in your ham steak. Yeah, uh, man. I uh, yeah, my Thanksgiving was very uh, non. It was it was almost like a just a regular day for me. Yeah. Uh, first time I've ever not really done anything for Thanksgiving. Uh, it was just my dad and I. We, oh, okay. Yeah, and we didn't even get a bird because we were like, who fucking cares? Yeah. It, it was just the two of us, so it wasn't really worth going to the trouble to do all that stuff. So, uh, no, instead my dad cooked up uh, probably like the best steaks I've ever had in oh, my entire life. Man. And I'm not really a big fan of steaks. But oh, really? But these were freaking incredible. Mm. And, uh, yeah, just steaks and mashed potatoes. It was awesome. It was really nice not having to do anything for Thanksgiving. That's awesome. Yeah, it was pretty great. Yeah, like, I mean, I forget about it because it only happens once a year, but, like, I'll eat the turkey that's on my plate. Mm -hmm. I'm super picky with meat and stuff. Like, I can't deal with fat or dark meat. Oh, okay. Um, Skin, not a big fan. Oh, man, I love the skin. Yeah, but um, 
So I, um, like yesterday, okay, the day after Thanksgiving, rather. Yeah. Um, Black Friday. We were uh, we had tons of leftovers, so like, of course, you make leftover stuff for dinner. Make a sandwich. Yeah, and I realize like I dislike turkey, like reheated. <laughs> okay. Incredible. Like I I just smelled it. I was like, okay, this this smells disgusting. Really. All right. And then I was kind of thinking about it. I'm like, wow, I don't really enjoy eating turkey at all. You don't really like turkey ever, except for that one day of the year. Yeah, like I think I can handle it then. Wow. And I mean, there's different ways you can cook it. Like, yeah. I think I would rather just someone have just the turkey breast or whatever and uh-huh. cook it, you know, really nice. Okay. You know, with some type of crazy marinade or whatever. Sure. And rather than just cooking in its own fumes. Bake for... it in the oven for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Um... <clears throat> My favorite part is just, like, stuffing and gravy. Well, potatoes and corn. Okay. Kind of thing, but so everything except the turkey. Yeah. Okay. All yeah, right. Pretty much. How how did turkey become the thing for Thanksgiving? I don't know. What's the... All right. I, I don't know what the, what the history behind that is. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, does, does, does any other holiday have, like, a thing like, no, this is what you eat on this day? I think it's all just... You know your own family traditions because like we always eat like ham on christmas i think okay i feel like i've done that too yeah or easter is ham i i don't know i don't, I don't I, like i i have like the most non-traditional like upbringing and like, yeah. adherence to holidays like i don't do any of that bullshit oh like, okay yeah yeah, yeah. I, I don't know yeah it's weird it's funny too because like it started out like we didn't do holidays because we were jehovah's witnesses and oh. then like after that it was just like you know my, my parents just don't care. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. No, that is weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I agree. It's very weird. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like that's been mentioned before, but I never... It probably ...bothered to, like, follow to up To process on... that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was born a Jehovah's Witness. Huh. Yeah, I remember my first Christmas, because I was, like, four when it happened. Oh, wow. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what caused the, like, change? Um, it, well, like, it was always, like, my mom was, was really into it, and my dad was not into it at all. Okay, I and can I, see that. And I think well, it was mostly, like, my dad's influence, just like, dude, like, our kids that. gotta have Christmas, <laughs> yeah. you know? They gotta be able to celebrate birthdays. Huh. And, uh, yeah, I feel like, like, I don't know what happened, but maybe it was just, like, a thing my parents like to do, or I kind of like to imagine that they forgot how to do it, <laughs> but, like, uh, our first couple of birthdays that I remember having were always costume parties. Huh. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, it's yeah. Like... So, like, I went to my sister's birthday party dressed up as Robin. Okay. I don't know why, yeah. but, like, everybody was in costume for a birthday party. Yeah, I guess that's just, like, how does this work? Okay, well, this yeah. is what parties look like. Yeah, part... <laughs> we were at Mardi Gras in the 70s, people were in costume, <laughs> so we'll just do that, too. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> very weird. It was a very strange... Very strange upbringing, I guess. Yeah, very <laughs> non-traditional. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Thanksgiving was pretty uh, pretty boring. Um, I didn't do any Black Friday shopping. Uh, after spending, you know, years in retail, I, yeah. I just, I never want to go anywhere near that stuff. Yeah, especially when it's like, it's earlier and earlier now. Yeah. Like, oh, line up at 8 o'clock on Thanksgiving night. No, you go to hell. Yeah. You yeah. go straight to hell. Yeah. One thing that I that I was thinking of that that would have been a great idea um, is that uh, the Wii U launched in between now and when our last show was. Yeah, I I think it would have been a really great idea to get out there and interview some of the people lined up. Mm-hmm. I think that would have been good. And you know now that I know that was a 
thing we should have done. Like that'll maybe be something to look forward to when the um, when the new PlayStation and Xbox launch. Yeah, because sure. I think it'd be really cool to get out there and just talk to some of those people and just you know see how hyped up they are, what games they want. You know, yeah, I, I feel like that was kind of a missed opportunity on our part. Yeah, absolutely. That's but, good. Um, yeah, so so the Wii U launched. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I guess we'll talk about that in news. Yeah. Uh, but um, have you uh, been playing any games? I've yeah, I've played a few. I've been like still. I was working on Assassin's Creed Three yes. for a while. Yeah. Like, um, not not much. I mean, I'm not anywhere near beating it. Okay. And I'm kind of being more completionist than I have in the past because I know it's pretty much the end. Yeah. Um, whereas after a while, I would just well. For the most part, with Brotherhood and Revelations, I just did straight story missions mm. and plowed through the games. This time, I'm really interested in like the uh, the Homestead stuff and all of Frontier. Um, I just got to New York City earlier tonight. Okay. Or today, I was playing for a little bit, but I didn't really. I kind of got frustrated in a in a one of the missions. I had to like trail someone. Uh. Well, it, it's not bad. I was just... It had been a week since I last played, and you kind of do lose things sometimes. You get a little rusty. Yeah. But uh, that kind of got put aside for a little bit, because last weekend... Uh, or last week... Two weeks ago. I think. Yeah. Uh, Lego Lord of the Rings came out. Oh, shit, really? And I, oh. I mean, as I've said, like I really like the movie-licensed uh, Lord of the Rings stuff. Mm-hmm. Like the the classic Two Towers game for PlayStation Two, yeah, yeah, etc. And um, I've been a fan here and there of Lego games. Okay. And um, but none of them have really drawn enough interest in me. Okay. To grab it, to grab one, but uh, this one just seemed like you know they've been working on this forever probably, and it encompasses the whole trilogy. Okay. In one game, and it's like the second of the Lego games to actually use. Voice. Yeah, I was gonna say this one has voice acting in it too, right? Or is it just pulling clips from the it, movies? Yeah, they just pull stuff out of the movies, but it's it kind of awesome. Yeah, um, and it's also nice to take something so serious as Lord of the Rings and put in that kind of humor that they Make do. Make it silly. It's lots of physical humor. Oh yeah, and definitely. Uh, they they take liberties with the dialogue that they pull and mm-hmm. with the timing and everything. It's really neat. Okay. Um, so I I've been spending time with that mostly because it, it's nice. kind of nice to just have a collectathon sometimes for me. Okay. I like to do that, and um, there's just so much to unlock in those games that it's something you can always come back to. So, compared to, you know, the other LEGO games, is it still kind of the same same formula? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, they've kind of changed it a little bit, starting with, I think, LEGO Batman 2, where it's kind of an open world type thing between uh, areas. Because, <laughs> like... Just for example, with the Lord of the Rings one, you start at the Shire, and then you have like your main like uh, a mission, pretty much, where it's just like a level. And then once you beat the level, you're in this open world where you go to the next like. You, there's several paths to like you know you go to Bree, but there's like different ways to get there. Oh, okay. But it's a really short distance, so it's not super open world. But um, it's really it's just instanced levels, and then you have to just make your way to the next level and it's really just collecting more of the little pegs okay um but yeah it i mean when it shows what uh characters i can unlock mm-hmm. it's a grid that like fills the whole screen oh there's shit. gotta okay. be a, a ton of characters i can unlock so probably even characters who maybe weren't in the movies oh, like possibly. tom bombadil or yeah something like yeah that. absolutely okay. um so, so like okay so so when the game starts out who are you playing as 
It it starts with the prologue kind of thing, okay. where just like the movies did, <laughs> and um, so you're playing as uh, Aragorn's uh, ancestor guy. Yeah, you can play. You'll you have a choice of three. It's okay. like Sealdor, Elendil, okay. I think. No, no, not Elrond. Elrond. No, no. Yes, yeah, no, you're right, Elrond. Okay, yeah, uh, Isildur, El Elrond, and Isildur's father. Which Elrond I can't... Hubbard. No. Oh. Oh. No. Okay. Um, I can't think Isildur's of Isildur's father. Yeah, he was there. I think it's Elendil. Something like that. Yeah, he's the one that, like, when Sauron starts, like, mowing through Just people. Just dudes? Yeah. Um, he's the guy that, like, goes after him and he gets knocked over and he drops his sword. Oh. Then his sealed door goes oh. over to pick up his sword and it breaks. That's oh. That's his father. That's the one who dies. Oh, okay. So you get, yeah, you play as those three and it's just playing through a little bit of the prologue there. And then it skips ahead to the Shire, Frodo and Sam. Okay. Gandalf. But so, like... Conceivably, you you could be playing as characters who were never in those scenes once you unlocked them. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Once you, you're probably not going to 100 percent a level. Right. First time through, so you beat the game, and then you just go back and try to 100 percent everything with whatever character. Because yeah, there's lots of environmental stuff where certain characters can only move, like have the only ability to move certain blocks, or you'll you'll get uh, an item that you don't have at the beginning. Okay. So. You'll notice stuff that you can go back to. So, like, um, different characters, I, I guess, like, they handle, they, they play differently. Like, I assume that, like, if you are playing as Gandalf, that would play much differently than if you were playing as, like, Gimli. Yeah, yeah, it's mostly in, or like... Legolas. Their, yeah, yeah, um, like, their attack animations and that type of thing. And, uh, like, only hobbits or dwarves can go in these little uh, crawl spaces. That's racist. Yeah, I know. Um, when you get up to that, the pass of Karatras, the... What the fuck is that? It's, um, it's when they're going through, like, the snow in the... Oh! Going up the mountain before they go to the mines of Moria. And, uh, and Saruman collapses the mountain on them? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I mean, they, they make a point of showing you this, but in the movie, like, Legolas walks on snow. Yeah, That's he does. That's what he does. Yep. Because uh, he's, like, super light. He weighs, like, nine pounds. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, and you do that if you switch to Legolas... All right. Yeah, I mean, there's lots of different like con- con- contextual different differences. Does he shoot like bow and arrow? Yep. And swords? Does yeah, he have swords? Yeah, yeah. Close up, he has the two oh, cool. swords, like daggers. Okay. Um, eventually, Sam gets the rope, the elven rope. When did he have that? Um, it's after. <laughs> so after the Moria, they go to Lothlorien. Yeah. And Galadriel gives everyone. Little she trinkets. gives them stuff. Yeah. And there Sam, was a rope? Yeah, Sam ends up with a rope. I don't know. I, if I thought he had the light. No, that's Frodo has the light. Oh, okay. Um, I'm not sure how much they... I don't remember seeing that in the movie at all. Did you watch the extended editions? No, I don't have nine hours to spare. Okay, oh, well, <laughs> they they expanded on it extensively. Oh. <laughs> and where, like, every character, you know, you see what he gets. Everyone uses their thing? Yeah, because, okay. like, the, the rope is really only used in the very beginning of the two towers when they're, like, scrambling all over the rocks, like, trying to get to Moria. Okay. Frodo and Sam are. Okay. At one point, they reach a ledge. And this is only in the extended edition, but he uses his rope. He uses the rope. Yeah. What's so special about the rope? It's, uh... Does it just hold a lot of weight? Yeah. Oh, okay. And, like, after they get to the bottom, they're like, oh, great, we tie this rope up to this rock up there. What are we gonna do now? We yeah, can't leave so it. Yeah, so he, like, just... Just tugs just it? Just tugs it a little bit, and the knot just unravels. Oh, and okay. 
So it's it's smart rope. Okay, smart rope. Yeah. That sounds dangerous. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of stuff. I, I still think at least... Uh, Does he whip dudes with the smart wo- rope? No, that's pretty much the extent of it. He just climbs stuff with the yeah. smart rope. I mean, it, probably more in the books, but that's okay. the reason why... Like, it's just the little things that they added to the extended edition. Okay. That more flavor. No, I mean, to be honest, I, I have never really been super interested in the Lego games before. Yeah. But this one actually does seem really cool. This is actually something that sounds like a yeah. thing I would want to play. I, uh... And it's weird, because it's like, there's like no reviews about it. Really? I don't understand what's going on, but... Blackout. It, that seems weird, because it's a good game. Yeah. Like, and, I mean, the last big one, which was back in like August or something, or maybe in the summer or spring, but there was Lego Batman 2. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was the spring. Yep. There was tons of coverage for that. There was. Um, Definitely. The most, like, <laughs> there's like no reviews up on like Metacritic... Um, there, I mean, Giant Bomb gave it a, a quick look. Okay. Which, I was already sold on it, but it was, that's a good, to give you an idea of how the game plays. Well, their quick looks are also really good. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think if it's, I think it's, uh, Brad and Vinny on that one. So okay. So it's a good duo. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I was spending a lot of time with that, and then, out of nowhere, Autumn Steam Sale... Fuck! Yeah, I was not <laughs> expecting that to happen. Because we've got another one in a month. Yeah. But, um, so I've been kind of keeping an eye on that. I um, haven't bought anything, have you? Yes. Okay, what did you get? So far, I I got Walking Dead. Okay. Because... I, I kind of feel like I should have got that. Yeah, it's... Yeah. I played the first chapter this afternoon. Okay. Really good. Okay. Um, I, I, I know it's just going to keep, like, the, uh... Emphasis on your decisions. It's going to keep on piling up, basically. Yeah, there were all there are already some pretty tough decisions I had to do just in the first part. Um, But uh, I really like how where that's going, Mm -hmm. and it's that works pretty well for episodic. It's probably the best thing that Telltale Games has done. It seems so. Um, I I like Tales of Monkey Island quite a bit. Okay, but I'm I liked Monkey Island growing up, so that was. I mean, there wasn't any question whether or not I would like that. You didn't really have to be sold on it. Right. Okay. It was just new Monkey Island, so... Right. But, uh, no, I'm really impressed by Walking Dead <clears> so far. Uh, I've liked that a lot. Um, and I think there was, like, an Amazon lightning sale or something. Oh. And for some reason, Payday has been... Like, I already own Payday, mm-hmm. the heist for PC, but um, I didn't have the, uh, the DLC yet, and everyone else that likes the game and plays it that I know <laughs> already has a DLC. Okay. Um, and it was like 250 so I was like, you know what, I'll just buy this. It's just Steam code. Sure. Um, I didn't have to. I definitely didn't have to because if one person in your party already has a DLC, mm. it allows you to play those maps. Oh, that's cool. It's a really, they did a really nice, like, the way their DLC worked is really, it's consumer friendly. And okay. it's it gives you more the reason to actually buy it. Like... <clears throat> Because there is, like, I think, personal, like... Uh, I think you get some weapons and stuff in yeah, there, too. Yeah, weapons so. stuff, so... Um, I still haven't played much of that game, but... Neither have I. Mike and TJ played a lot. Yeah, I played with them a little while ago. I know, you weren't you weren't impressed. No, I played more recently than that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Still, still not, not impressed. Not, no, yeah. fuck that game. Okay. I, I can't fucking stand that game. Yeah. Game's bullshit. I don't know, I, 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 I can see why people like it, but, like... Just the the whole concept of of just like 
repeated just wave after wave after wave of insanely numerous, incredibly hard to kill enemies yeah. is not fun to me. Okay. Like, I don't, like, in a survival mode standpoint, I get it, but yeah. in a thing where you're actually trying to complete an actual objective, it can get it's just frustrating. Yeah, it, For stupid reasons, so it's, I, no, I, I can't, I can't do it. Fuck that game. Um, I feel like there's something else that right I played. Ass. Um, yeah, um, okay, so there was one other thing that I played for, like, ten minutes, and, um, I was just trying to get Dark Souls for PC, like, all <laughs> working again. Okay. And it's been probably a year since I had played it previously, like, on the PlayStation. Mm -hmm. And I kind of had felt like I had a good handle of things. Like, I was still really early in the game, but I was pretty confident in the little bit of area that I had played. Like, okay. As far as, you know, when you have to restart, like, you, or um, after you die and you have to go through it again or you hit a bonfire and everything respawns. But um, even using a PlayStation three controller to to play it it was uh man i suck at that game now like that's another thing where i was i was completely i was totally rusty and i've been watching like people do speed runs of it and stuff i'm like oh i can do this but it's not that's not the case there's so much timing and all sorts of stuff that you need to do like to be good at that game so um a little bit of dark souls i, okay. I love that game looking forward to getting back into it but now it's everything like piling up in, against its favor <laughs> to be played oh. hmm yeah everything kind of piled up against its favor for me pretty much from the moment it came out yeah it's not a thing I want to play no I don't like hard games yeah that's you know I mean like at least Dark Souls seems like a hard game that it is fully possible for you to like you know get better at it like it, it doesn't seem like it's it's like a hard game because it's cheap yeah you know like it's a hard game because you're stupid you know what i mean like and you need to get better like mm -hmm. but you can get better it's not like figuring out glitches or or bullshit like that like, right right but it's just something that i it, it's too frustrating i i i can't i i just can't deal with that yeah you know and you do get more powerful but it, that doesn't make it easier yeah it's yeah yeah, I I think that that you know something that that might help me with it is like there are some systems in that game that just seem to be just so blatantly user unfriendly. Like, give me a goddamn map. Oh, yeah. give me a fucking map. Like, <laughs> if there was like like certain you know user friendliness features, if if some of that stuff was in there, I might give it a chance. But like this game is just like, sorry, stupid, figure it out. Yeah, I in mean, every way. Once you buy into that you're going to be playing through these areas so many times that you oh. don't need a map. You're going to have your own map oh, okay. in your head. Like, it's... You're going to have every inch of that game memorized. Or make one with graph paper. You could do that, but it, after a while, it's going to be useless because you know where you're going. Hmm. Like, it's just that trial and error. Um, I'm not saying I would make one with graph paper. I wouldn't. Yeah. It wouldn't be that useful because yeah. it overlaps. Oh. So you'd have to... You'd have to have multiple pretty, layers. Well, you'd just have to be... You know, stairs up and then make another section of the graph for the... But, I mean, it, it's a map isn't that useful in that game, really. Okay. Um, but, yeah, that's about all I've played. What about... Did you play anything? Oh, barely. Um, I saw, I think, like, achievements for, like, Witcher 2 or something <laughs> on Steam. You did? Oh, yeah, yeah, you did. Um, yeah, I, I played I played a little bit more of The Witcher 2, um... 
I'm not I'm not super far into it. Um, like the king's already the king's been killed, mm-hmm. and I'm in like the town that comes after that. Okay. And I I just I haven't really done much beyond that. Um, Man, that cinematic is amazing though. Oh, oh my god, the one on the that. boat. Yeah. Yeah, that that had me just in awe. That that video is great. But um, yeah, so so I, I I'm probably like six hours in. Okay. Um, and, uh, I mean, it's, it's fine. I, I was kind of having a hard time getting direction. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I have a, a handful of quests, and I don't really know what to do next. Yeah. So, like, I tried a couple of them, and they were way too fucking hard. So, like, I just reloaded and kind of went back to town and did some other stuff. Um, but uh, I have a feeling there's a lot. There's a lot to that game. Like, it's going to be... Mm-hmm. like a million years before I really get everything out of it. And I might not yeah. even get there, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, the the first Witcher was a game that was just... And I don't mean this as a detriment, like, but the game was just too fucking long. Like, other stuff comes up, and mm-hmm. I gotta do other things, and I just never go back to them, you know? Like, yeah. I think that's probably the main reason why I never finished the first one. And I understand some people really like a game like that, and that's and that's fine. And I, and I don't say, like, it's a bad thing. It's just, for me, that game's just too long. It's too goddamn long. Yeah. It kind of like Skyrim. Skyrim, you know, I, I used to like a game to be a hundred hours long, but now I can't. I just don't have the time for a hundred hour game. Mm-hmm. You know, like I just don't. But uh, yeah, I mean, other than that, I really haven't been playing much beyond my usual like I'm drunk and it's a weekend thing. You know, like Battlefield tribes. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah. Oh, that's right. Planet Side Two started. Yeah. This week. Uh, yeah. All right. Whatever. No, I don't really, like... I never played the first one. Me either. And the second one doesn't... I, I, I don't know. What are you doing that the two multiplayer shooters that I'm playing right now don't do? Right. It's. I think it's just the scale. Honestly. Mm-hmm. That's a big... And... It mixes up... Well, I, I mean, yeah. With both of those, you can go into vehicles, which... There's right. vehicles and... In both well. of those games. Yeah, yep. So that's not really anything different it i guess it would be how it interacts with the scale of the game yeah yeah i mean it's a constant war of taking over like areas like it's area control kind of thing because there's three different factions and it's all like a rock paper scissors kind of thing as far as how it's balanced i think okay but um yeah it's just a big war over all this huge amount of area like land and you're just in this tiny little piece of it hmm all right you have an effect on all of it. Okay. So. Alright. Um, well, I really don't... I don't think I've played, like, anything else. I... Yeah. No? I'm writing another speech, so I don't really... Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I go through these very brief periods where, like, I'm insanely busy for, like, the better part of a month writing a speech, and then the period immediately after, I have, like, a week of breathing room... Where I don't have to start immediately on my speech, and then I start on the next speech. So yeah. I'm kind of in that period right now where I'm I'm doing another speech, and um, yeah. So um, that's hey, you know what I like doing? Giving speeches. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. People ask me like, uh, I do pretty well. Like mm-hmm. I do I do I do well when I when I deliver speeches, and like people ask me like, man, how. You're, you're so good at that. Like, how are you so good at that? And I'm like, well, number one, I actually try hard because yeah. you don't. And number two, <laughs> I'm like, 
I host a podcast every week. Like, yeah, that does. You know what I mean? I, like, I imagine that would make <laughs> a difference. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, if you go back and listen to the very first episode of our podcast, you can tell we are all very nervous mm-hmm. and we don't really know what we're doing. Yeah. You know, like that's how all of those people are delivering their speeches. This is the first episode of the podcast for them. Yeah. You know, so, but, um, yeah. Yeah, I, I I haven't been playing much. Um, kind of just looking at what's coming out in the next few months and uh, looking at what I've already missed this year. Mm-hmm. And chivalry, apparently. <laughs> no, we we are not missing chivalry. Yeah, we, I know. We've I been really watching. Wanna... Yeah, we've been watching trailers for chivalry, and it's on the Steam sale right now. And we're yeah. I, I am getting it. If, okay. If right. you're getting chivalry, then I'm getting chivalry. All right. Yeah. I'll, I need uh, at least one other buddy to play with. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'll, I'll. I'm. I'm definitely considering it. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Because that that looks really great. That uh, we we said in in the break like this looks like the game that I hoped War of the Roses would be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like War of the Roses has that like stupid, just stupid, ridiculous combat that is just unintuitive and is just a nightmare to control. And chivalry seems to have... It's much more simplified, streamlined combat. And it just looks so much more brutal, too. I think there's a lot of nuance in it, too. Like, as far as, like, how you move your mouse around. Oh, really? Swipes. Yeah, oh. I think so. Okay. Um, you might be right, yeah. But... That might affect things. Yeah. I'm just saying. That might affect whether or not I want to buy it. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, that's definitely something we need to look into. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think it's just tap the button. Okay. But um, I was just thinking, like, it, it kind of makes me think of, and maybe this might be where a lot of the, um, there might be a nostalgia connection just because it's making me think of, like, that battle at the end of Army of Darkness. Oh, wow. Okay. Because, like, during one of the trailers, like, there was a big pit, too. I was like, that looks familiar. Uh-huh. Oh, that's where he gets thrown in in the beginning. Yeah, and he fights the yeah, yeah. And then I realized like that's that's all medieval like yeah, melee kind of fighting in that. Yeah, I mean, it's minus the chainsaw. Right. Yeah, but still, huh? Like, okay, interesting. Well, and I like that this this has siege engines too. Mm-hmm. Like that's really cool. You know, manning ballistae and yeah. and battering rams and boiling oil like that looks cool. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look into it because the, if the combat approaches War of the Roses stupidity, I'm not I'm not on board. With no, that. no, I think it's still like much more like it's not. It seems much more simplified in that like the problem with War of the Roses is that 90% of the swings that you make are going to miss because their like hit is their like hit detection is weird and the way that you control your swing makes it so that it's difficult to tell where your swing is going mm-hmm. and like that bullshit sucks like I don't want that like yeah yeah all right we're gonna have to look into this yeah one. No, we're on a break yeah take a look yeah let's do that speaking of which I think we should go to break all right cool great all right uh, we will be right back Dream lover, where are you With love oh, so true. Okay, uh, we are back. Um, the song bringing us in was 
uh, Dream Lover by Bobby Darren. Yay. Um, yeah, uh, if you just do a cold search for Dream Lover, uh, you usually get the Mariah Carey song first. Oh. They are not the same song. Okay. Yeah, one of those is uh, much better than the other one. Mm-hmm. Mariah Carey. Of course. Yeah, she's visionary. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Ages. <laughs> Timeless. Yeah. Just a... Just a glorious... Glorious musical career. No, I mean, she doesn't seem like she ages. You know? Oh! Oh, you were be Oh. Uh, yeah. Seems like she's been in her 30s since the 90s. Yeah. That's... Kind of defies... Nature. Logic defines the music industry, though. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. I'll go with that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. At the same time that happened, I was watching Jack Nicholson as Joker like dance around like a statue. Oh man! And so it was just this weird, like dissonant moment in my brain that I just I couldn't handle it. I needed to kind of reset for a second there. So yeah, it's kind of a shame that we aren't listening to this right now. Oh man, I know, right? The the music in this was just magical. This is the first Batman. Yeah, yeah, we're way. watching uh, Batman, um, the Michael Keaton one. You know. Oh man, the scene where he uh, he has the 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 parade and he's throwing the money. At. We might have to pause the show when that comes on because okay. I kind of need to hear that. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, in the meantime, though, uh, we we got some news. Uh, yeah. Oh, it was hard to find news uh, yeah, this week. Yeah. Um, I mean, the biggest news was the Wii U. Oh yeah, launching. Of course. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, some of the games seem okay. Some of them are not being reviewed very well. Yeah, and that's. I mean, that's not any different than any console launch. Really. It's a launch. You know, there's actually a lot of games available for that at a launch. Oh. Ooh. I mean. Mm. Um. Yeah. Lots. I mean, a good amount of them are ports. Like, there's that's Assassin's true. Creed, which, I mean, at least that's only, like, a month off. Right. Uh, Batman. Batman. Uh, Arkham City. Um, Bulletproof Edition or something? I don't remember what it's called. Is that what it's called? I don't think that's what it's called. It's just, like, with all the DLC already. Oh, yeah. It would have to be. Yeah. Um, what else? What else? For I don't know. ports? I don't know. There's, yeah. Um, but, I mean, the, the exclusives. They had, what, Zombie U... Yep. Uh, there was a new Super Mario Brothers game, right? Yeah. Um, uh, I don't think Rayman's out yet. I was gonna say, I thought, yeah, I wasn't sure about Rayman. Nintendo Land. Yep, um, Nintendo Land. Which, I mean, there was like an early review that it leaked from a... I don't remember if it was GameSpot or For uh, Nintendo Land? No, no, for uh, Zombie U. That was GameSpot, I think. And uh, it, it was immediately like pulled down. I'm oh, not it was? sure if yeah, because it oh, was wow. it was totally breaking the embargo. So I'm not, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and wow. then I didn't recognize the author either. Huh. Um, but then, so I, that kind of like tempered my expectations. Interesting. A bit. Yeah. And then, as it started coming out with like you know quick looks and all that type of stuff, mm-hmm. um, turns out it's not as bad as that person said, and it's it's totally how you go into it. It seems like too. Yeah, because that review and the associated video made that did not do that game favors right. at all. Like. That looked bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's it's not the Wii U's Red Steel <laughs> at this point. Okay. So, right. I mean, that's, you know, point, that's point Ubisoft. Yeah, yeah. But um, I, I really want to try that game at some point. 
it, it yeah, I, I was interested in it. Yeah, it looked kind of neat. But um, I guess some of the ports are not really doing that well. I think there's frame rate issues with Batman. Yeah, Batman is especially kind of kind of a bad port. I haven't heard I, I anything... Have, I haven't heard anything about Assassin's Creed. Yeah, I don't know one yeah. way or another with that. Um, but that's kind of spotty on every... Um, in one way or another on every platform. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know about PC. Probably I, not, but... I don't know either. Um, that's just crippled by DRM, probably. Yeah. Um... Well, I, I did hear an interesting discussion, though, um, talking about how, you know, like, right now, um, a game that's made for Xbox is made for PS3, is made for Wii U, mm-hmm. and, like, it's, you know, you have to do a little bit of extra work for Wii U just to, you know, incorporate the the, yeah. the extra controller there, but other than that, it's, you know... Parody? Y- yeah, it, it's pretty much parody. And the discussion mostly centered around, like, what happens when the next generation of consoles comes out? Mm-hmm. And then it seems like you kind of essentially end up in the same situation that you had with the Wii, where, yeah. you know what I mean, like, like the Xbox and PlayStation will get their versions, and then the Wii will get a, I don't want to say lesser version, but we'll get a, you know, we'll have to have essentially a different version yeah. of those games. Um, yeah, yeah, that's absolutely true. I mean, that seems like a thing that, yeah. Um, but really, I mean, with... When, when you're talking about, like, AAA games that are going to be released on all three platforms, mm-hmm. they're going to be, like, the same on that level, and then there's just going to be something extra to put on that little screen. So it's, like... No, I no, I, I mean, currently. Right now, yeah, absolutely. Currently, yeah. Um, so yeah. there's really not much to differentiate besides that screen with the Wii U, which, totally. I mean... They're going to have to give those developers, or publishers, rather, like, lots of money to make their version better in a way you know what I mean yeah um, sure I mean they just want to push units it's not it probably doesn't matter which one they're putting it out for but as far as like after like when the next uh, generation generation yeah thanks comes along I think they'll probably have to just go off in their own direction a bit you know well and I mean that's what we saw with the Wii was yeah. you know like just as an example like Call of Duty would mm-hmm. come out and it would be the same game for Xbox as it would be for PS3 yeah. and the Wii would get in this case kind of a shittier version but the Wii was basically just getting a, a almost a totally different version yeah. of that same game like the Wii had Black Ops it yeah. was just a much different version of Black Ops so it's I mean it's definitely taking away from their mm-hmm. like development time probably unless they're just it's a different team different team yeah they, yeah. they, they put their, their like C team on that shit I mean I've I've played uh, I think it was Modern Warfare 2 Reflex for... Edition yeah, yeah, and it was actually really good. I heard it, it was just okay. Didn't look as quite as good, but that's right. It wasn't going to at 480p when it couldn't. It's 10, 1080p. Yeah, um, there's no way. It regardless could. if it had the power to, it, I mean, just that was a pretty big pot- bottleneck to begin with. Sure, um, but it, you know, it's it's a totally different like uh, fan base, I guess, like a different sect of those yeah. people that would be playing that. Yeah, so I mean, you definitely take what you get. But it didn't play poorly. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be, it, you know, it'll it'll be really interesting to see, you know, I mean, this for the next year, I'm not like I don't really care about the 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 fight because it's like yeah. okay, well now everybody's just gonna get essentially the same game. Yeah. I'm really interested interested to see what happens when the next generation happens. Like, do we go back to the way things were? Um, you know, probably or. I mean, I, I don't really see it going any other way. Yeah. Like, it it can't be any other way to me, you know? 
So, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm interested to see what happens there. Yeah, I'm... Well, I mean, I could say that I'm sold on the Wii U, like, because I'm going to get one okay. at some point. Like, that's... It's just going to happen, but it's not as soon. It's I'm not a day one adopter. Mm. It probably won't be for the next generation anyway. I need to, you know, kind of have to let things go through almost like a six to eight month period just to, because there's always hardware fail- failures. Yeah. I always wait until the second generation of hardware. Yeah. So, um, I'm, I'm pretty good right now, I guess. I mean, I, you know, that actually raises an interesting point though, like. We as a as a site that writes about video games are gonna have a really tough time when the next yeah. generation of consoles comes out and none of us are planning on buying it for eighteen months. Yeah, <laughs> oh. good thing I play on PC. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but I, uh, yeah, I um, um, shit, I totally lost my point. Go ahead. Well, I'm I'm pretty surprised with like the uh, I was expecting more mediocre reviews for like Nintendo Land and the Mario World. Or, I mean, excuse me, Mario... Wii. New Super Mario Brothers Wii? Um, yeah, and it's been pretty positive so far. Okay. Um, the worst complaint I've heard about, like, the Mario game is that it should have been called, like, a Mario World game. Oh, alright. Because well, it's more in that lineage. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... Because, like, the, all the new Mario games so far have been, I don't know, kind of samey. Yeah. Um, I, I don't just want more levels like that but it seems like this one's doing something new for once and uh i guess nintendo land was kind of like back at e3 everyone was kind of like pretty cool towards that okay but i guess it's pretty much an essential thing that you should own just Hmm. it's like what wii sports was but better okay except that you have to buy separate right unless i think it might come with like the deluxe one or no maybe maybe i don't know well i don't know how that works um, I, uh, I've only touched the thing once at a GameStop to play oh. some Rayman. Okay. And it was really cool. Like, it, it was, as far as what I was playing, what was on this gamepad mirrored what was on the TV, and there was no lag or anything. Hmm. Like, I, it's a pretty interesting piece of technology. Yeah. I don't, I mean, there, there are definitely things that are, that are kind of cool about that system. Yeah. I don't, there are things that kind of bother me. Mm-hmm. Like, basic things, like, you don't play DVDs. Yeah. That really fucking bothers oh, me. Oh, really? Well, yeah. I'm a person who, like, I want one device to do as many things as possible. Yeah. So, like, I have an Xbox 360. I use that to play DVDs, too. Mm-hmm. Um, also because it upconverts DVDs to high definition, which is kind yeah. of a nice thing. Yeah, yeah. Is there any good reason why the Wii U can't play a DVD? A goddamn DVD. Like, that really bothers me. Like, yeah, I think it's, it's just storage. they don't want to pay the license. Yeah, but, like, come the fuck on. Like, yeah. get over it. You know, like, storage is a big thing, too. Mm-hmm. Like, there, there was a lot of early coverage about um, when it launched. Like, the... the what, are they, what are they calling the bundles? There's a premium there's edition, two, and then there's, like, the regular. The regular. Um, the, the regular... <laughs> yeah, you like that. <laughs> uh, the, the, the regular has a total of 8 gigabytes of storage. Yeah. But, like, I guess a, a huge amount of that storage is taken up by system software or oh, something. Oh, yeah. Did so it only has, like, like 3 gigabytes that are actually usable. Like, fuck! Like, that really bothers me. Like, yeah. it, it was okay for for someone to release a console six and a half years ago now that didn't have a hard drive on mm-hmm. it. That was okay then, because nobody was doing it then. Yeah. It's not okay to do something like this now, where, like... 
you you can uh, I believe that at some or it's at least planned that you will be able to download some Wii games for this too. Like oh yeah, that's a big thing that they're doing where you how, can buy games. How are you day. supposed to do that with with three gigabytes of storage? Like a lot of those games are bigger than that. It's expected. How is that, that supposed to work? That people buy an external hard drive. Fuck you. Well, I mean, I just no. want. I mean, it's this isn't that much of a parallel because it was six years ago or yeah. at least when the 360 came out. Yeah. I mean, and that's something they did. Like, yeah, it is. Or, or they they sold their own hard drive separately. Right, but yeah. it's never never a requirement. Sure. And um, that kind of kind of bit them in the ass a bit. Yeah, it's it like games kind of need to be installed now. Yeah. Well, and, I mean, especially if you look at at like if you look at the way that the like Xbox Live Marketplace has progressed and like Xbox uh, like games on demand and stuff have progressed like you couldn't get away with not having a hard drive yeah. with those services in place because where the fuck are you going to put your games? Yeah. It, like and and with micro or with with Nintendo now, um, you know, pushing more into like digital distribution and stuff. How do you expect this to work with having so little storage space? Like, you could buy a Wii game, mm-hmm. and that would be it. Oh yeah, I, I don't know. Like like that that's the thing that really like that, like I said, there are things about this system that I think are really interesting and really neat, but there are other things that are just like, come on, Nintendo, like, yeah. come on, just like get your shit together. Yeah, I don't know. It it yeah. I Some think of those things a lot really of it is like making the controller or the gamepad a priority. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. I mean, and, and that's definitely a knock against them. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I have to have them at least. There's no proprietary hard drives, and you're not limited to, like, what kind of, like, external hard drive you use. Yeah, you're not limited to what kind of external hard drive you're almost certainly going to have to buy. Oh, yeah, and it's, like, that's, <laughs> absolutely, you'll have to. That, that sucks, though. Like, and, and, I mean, yeah. I know hard drives aren't that expensive. Like, I was just pricing one out for, uh, for a friend of mine, and, like, you can get like a 500 gigabyte external hard drive for like 55 bucks. Yeah. So they're they're not expensive, but like it's just it's it's a shitty thing to for your customers to have to go that extra step of mm-hmm. like, well, I want to buy two games, so I guess I got to get this thing, this other thing now. Like yeah. most, I feel like most of of we customers are just gonna go like, nope, I'm just not gonna do that. Well, yeah, no. they might, they may or may not need it. I feel like they just won't bother. Yeah. At that point, like they just won't be savvy enough to go like, oh, I could just buy an extra hard drive. No. They just won't know. Yeah, I guess it, yeah, that depends on how much information they put into people's hands. Yeah. Or force into their brains. Well, and that's that's another thing, I think, is just that, like, if on an information front, like, there has not been nearly as much advertisement for the Wii U as there, ha- as there was for the Wii. Yeah. You know, or even for the 3DS. Right. Which I think is confusing, too. You know, I yeah. mean, it, we know about it because we're gamers and we're we're into this sort of thing, but for your average, you know, American who bought a Wii you know, six years ago for Wii Sports, they don't know what the fuck is going on. Like, they have no idea. I, like, personal, like, encounter two days ago where my sister did not know... She just thought it was a new controller That's what Wii. so many people have thought. That's And that's unfortunate. Yeah. That they haven't really addressed that. They that gotta well. get that message out there. Like, this is a new thing. It's not, you know... And, I mean, it. all it is is, like, I mean... Earlier, I was watching something on Hulu, and every commercial break, there would be a Wii U commercial. So, I mean, they're they're doing some it's out there advertising, but as far as it being described as a, a new system, right? I mean, calling it Wii U was not the best, and focusing only on 
the on the controller. They're mm-hmm. making that the focus, so that looks like a peripheral. Yeah, it looks like a peripheral and for based the system on you have. What how they peripheral the hell out of the Wii. Yeah, it makes sense if people would make that connection. Absolutely. And the most I see is like a little, you know, gray fine print. It says like you know console extra game pads sold separately. It's it's using language like I mean system. I don't know. People might think it's just another Wii. It's, yeah. yeah, it's a very confusing message that, that they're putting out right now. And yeah, yeah. Uh, I get. I you know, it, it's too early to, to to say how that's gonna turn out. But I mean, you know, we'll see. I I love the idea of asymmetric gameplay, like especially like <laughs> I don't know, just in general. Yeah, like that's yeah, great. It's a neat and that's idea. Just making that that much easier to develop those kind of things. Sure. But um, I don't know. It's there. There are ups and downs. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, That some I was uh, listening to another podcast. uh, I think like yesterday, the day before, and they were saying that uh, um, you know, with the uh, asymmetrical gameplay, um, you know, it really enables you to like if you're the person with the with the the what what the hell are they calling? It's a gamepad, I think. Okay, if you're the one with like the gamepad, like you can really, like, help the other person out if they're playing, like, Super Mario Brothers or something like that. Or you can really fuck them over. Yeah, so, like, yeah. when they're going to, like, jump a gap, you just put a block over their head so they just <laughs> hit the block and fall into the hole. Like, it's like, wow, that that is, like, that would be, that, that, that presents some really interesting griefing opportunities. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> that and sounds like a lot of fun, actually. That's, that's just as fun as cooperating sometimes. Just yeah. Well, we have found that it's oftentimes more fun yeah. than cooperating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I think there's been some hiccups with their, like, um, internet service. Yeah. Um, it's not what people expected. Like, it's still, like, a, there's no game codes or whatever, friend codes, but right. it's still not, I think everyone was expecting, like, a Xbox Live kind of system. Sure. But, I mean, they can't do that, <laughs> obviously. Well, they can. Yeah, they but could. they're not gonna. It's, yeah. I mean, they're so Japanese. And they, they just don't. Well, that's not fair, though, because, I mean, Sony's a Japanese company, and they get it. Yeah. Right? Eh. It's no, it's it's not them being Japanese, it's them being Nintendo. Yes. Okay. That's yeah, that's that's <laughs> yeah. more precise. Because Nintendo has historically shown like they just don't fucking get internet. Yeah. But I mean at least that has a chance for It's a step forward. It's, yeah, it's definitely a step you forward. You know, they stepped forward on this and um yeah. I I mean I've had people I've watched people on Facebook like gamer friends and stuff say stuff like Nintendo sucks. Just fucking stick to software. See, that's forget the forget the hardware. That's kind of extreme, I think. And I mean, I think that's not even really. I mean, for one, it's people on Facebook being inflammatory. And so, I mean, knee-jerk reaction. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you don't like Nintendo stuff to begin with, what do you care about if they have a new system out? Yeah, um, you weren't gonna buy it anyway. Yeah, but to expect them to ever get out of the hardware business, that's mm. That's not going to happen. I mean, they're not like Sega at all. Like, <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, if you want to play a Nintendo franchise game, you're going to have to play it on a Nintendo system. Yeah. That's just the way it is. Like, those are so much, like, tied together. Yeah. You're not going to see Mario well, on Microsoft. Because, I mean, to be perfectly honest, like, I feel like if, it, like, if Nintendo stayed in the hardware business, but then like, licensed out their Nintendo franchises to other systems, 
for a lot of people, that would kind of remove the need or the incentive to buy a Nintendo mm-hmm. system yeah, yeah, it's, at all. It's such an you important know? part of their brand. Yeah. Like, their hardware, it's just history, too. Sure. Like, yeah. It's, yeah, it's it's tricky. I mean, th- this definitely is not the worst launch that has ever happened. Oh. It could have been smoother, but I think pretty much every launch could go smoother. Yeah. Um, I- I'm really inter- interested to see how, you know, what happens with the Wii U over the course of the, of the next year. Mm-hmm. You know? I, I'm looking forward to get one, getting one, and definitely... Uh, I mean, you need to have people over to yeah. play these games. Well, which... I was going to say, I, I really look forward to playing your Wii U. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will do that. I will come over and play that with you. Yeah, I'm sure uh, Zach might crawl out of his hole. Oh, man, man. I don't know. Yeah? He uh, he fell into the World of Warcraft hole. He fell back yeah. in, so... Uh, I'm pretty sure we'll never see him again. What the yeah. fuck, Zach? Yeah, Zach. He's not listening. He's too busy. He's raiding. He's raiding right now. He's in his he's in his comfy pants neglecting kids. <laughs> yep. Uh, so <laughs> well, that's enough Nintendo stuff, I think. Yeah, that was that was a pretty good pretty good discussion though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, other news. Oh, um, okay, Th- this one this one's kind of weird to me. Um, Casey Hudson, the uh, leader of um, the uh, Mass Effect franchise, okay, um, started sending out a lot of questions over Twitter. Um, basically asking fans, hey guys, what do you want to see in the next Mass Effect game? I bet, because that's always a good idea. Yeah! (laughs) Do you want to see a prequel, or do you want to see a sequel? Um, he he asked a whole bunch of different questions, but, um, it it sparked a a very interesting discussion, basically about, like, um, are you, like, uh, basically just about, about, like, video game creators and, like, why would you do that? Like, basically, yeah. the discussion was was centered around like that seems kind of like a bad idea for like a, like for for a lot of different reasons. Like that it uh, it shows people that you don't know, like you don't have direction. Yeah, um, doesn't instill confidence. It doesn't instill confidence. Uh, it also is um, sometimes giving people exactly what they want doesn't always turn out very well. No. Yeah. And it it could be perceived later on as like a scapegoat if it if whatever ideas you take in as feedback end up failing you go well we just did what you guys wanted yeah and it's setting sucked. yourselves up for that I I feel like I feel like after the debacle that that came up over the Mass Effect three ending I feel like they are Bioware are scared well they lost their two like. Their heads, heads, both of their heads got cut off. That's... Well, they left voluntarily, but <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I feel like they're scared now, and and you know, I I feel like Casey Hudson shouldn't have done that. Yeah, I I just like when I saw and I love the Mass Effect series, but when I saw that, I was mm-hmm. like, nope, nope, <laughs> I don't want anything to do with this. Was he the head like during the first Mass Effect? Yeah, he was. Yep, he, he wasn't just like our. Uh, associate producer or anything? No, I want to say that um, uh, Mass Effect was his first uh, game that he was the head of. Like, he has worked on other Bioware games before, yeah. but I want to say that Mass Effect was, like, his baby. Like, that was okay. him. Yeah. Um, and and uh, the, the next Mass Effect game is not being made by uh, Bioware Edmonton, either. It's uh, Bioware Montreal that's oh. going to be making it. 
So, I mean, Bioware Edmonton is, like, the first Bioware studio, right. and they, they did the other three Mass Effect games. Um, so that's kind of weird, I guess. Has the Montreal studio produced they, anything? I don't think so. I okay, want to say so that's a fairly new studio. A, yeah. um, so, which, you know, doesn't really mean anything to me. Like, yeah. I mean, new studios can make great games. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. That whole thing, like... <sighs> I, I think I said it before on the show, but I think I'm kind of just fucking done with Mass Effect. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's going to take some, some like, something really special to, like, get me... Some soul-searching. ...that excited. No, yeah. no, something <laughs> special in, you know, in the game itself to get me excited enough to actually play another one, you know? Like, yeah. I... After the third one, I was done. Like, alright, Shepard's story's done. I, you know, I only care about Shepard. Like, I don't want to play a game as Garrus... No. Like, I'm not interested in that. I'm not interested in Garrus as a protagonist. I'm interested in Garrus as my friend. Yeah, the only one I really found interesting was the uh, kind of lizardy guy. Thane? Yeah. Thane? Oh, he's I wish there was awesome. more with Thane. Yeah, I agree with you. I love that character. He oh. was just great. And I was really sad in the third one that he couldn't come with you. Like, yeah. I was like, hey, man, come with me. And he's like, nah, I'm too sick, man. I'm going to die any day. Was that in the beginning-ish? Pretty much, yeah. I think that's when I lost interest and decided <laughs> to not play it anymore. Because uh-huh. I was, I, I really like that character. Yeah, yeah. Thane, Thane is probably, um, like romantic interests aside, was probably my second favorite character next to Garrus. Yeah. I mean, Garrus just like took it for me. Like Garrus mm-hmm. is just fucking incredible. Like I want that guy to be my friend. And <clears throat> I just after a while I couldn't take it too seriously too because like when Edie takes is wearing like Miranda's like jumpsuit or whatever oh much. no she gets a robot body yeah but it's but it's like yeah. one of the alternate costumes is like miranda's oh yeah yeah suit. yeah okay but even with that other costume like they give a fucking an robot, ai a robot body uh like camel toe yep and stuff and yep. i think that's a and little i'm pretty sure she had a sex hole uh yeah. Could be, yeah it just there was a lot of things that went wrong in who the okays that decision like I want to know. No, no, I don't want to know who okay's that. I want to know the guy who came up with that idea. Yeah, that's who then had to go. Boss, boss, got this great idea, right? We got this Edie character, okay, and we're gonna put her in a robot body, right? We talked about that last week. Give her a sex hole. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? Why? Because she's a robot. Yeah. Well, Joker, romance. Nice. Give her a sex hole. Like, I imagine. It's, it's all done by committees and stuff, but there must be, isn't it a bunch of, like, really gross dudes sitting around a computer, like, modeling Miranda, and then, like, like, oh. let's, let's put these vertexes together a little bit and pull it in. Dude. No one will notice that. Maybe it's it started hard. as, like a, like, a joke, and then someone was like, dude, you, you should totally put that in the game. Give her, give her, make her boobs. They have boobs. So why wouldn't you see the other parts? It's a skin-tight suit. Right. Yeah, no, that... Sound logic. <laughs> yeah. Bioware guy. <laughs> I... I'm so sad. Yeah. I, like, <laughs> I'm so sad. I know that we just had a Mass Effect discussion, like, two weeks <laughs> ago or three weeks ago, but, like, God, Mass Effect 2 was just so goddamn good. Yeah, so yeah. fucking good. And Mass Effect 3 is just it's okay. Yeah. It's all right. Uh, I don't remember what Chris gave it. Chris reviewed it for us. Mm-hmm. I want to say he probably gave it a 4 out of 5. Yeah. If it were me, 
three. Yeah. It'd be a three. I mean, I and I don't even know if, like, is that a three as an average? Or are we, like, with the rest, with everything else where it's, like, what three do you mean? is kind of shitty? <laughs> no, I mean, a three out of five for us is solidly in the middle. Okay. Right. Yeah. It's not, it's not bad. It's not great. Yeah. It's in the middle. Okay. Where, like, Mass Effect 2 for me, five. Okay. Even without DLC, five. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. And that sounds about right from what I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, I guess we'll see this, you know, designed by fan feedback Mass Effect in a year or two. Right. Yeah. I'm, I can't wait. It's going to be yeah. awesome. Crotchless panties. Yeah. Just <laughs> just boobs everywhere. Three, three boob, four boobed aliens. They'll have to add jiggle. Yep. Yeah, there will be I some jiggle physics. The one well, thing there weren't. Well, it's being done with Frostbite this time, so they could get that, the jiggle physics in there. That'll okay. be good. Yep. Mm. Um... Side note, I went to my optometrist to get some new glasses, and um, uh, these aren't them. Uh, I, I'm waiting, but um, they have a, a, a big ass TV in their in their waiting room that just like talks about like contact lenses and like what different eye problems are caused by and stuff. Oh yeah, and the voice that narrates it for like ten minutes. I thought it was the guy who does the uh, Mass Effect codec voice. Oh, yeah. It sounded exactly... It's uh, Upon closer listen, it's not him, but oh. it's it's so close. I was like, holy shit, that guy's getting work. That is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Like, I... Oh, it's great. I actually... I used to know what that guy's name was, too. I can't remember now, but he's like some English guy. I don't know. Oh. Yeah. But uh, that was fun. So, other news. Yeah, what else we have going on? Uh, well, um, I didn't know this was a danger, but... Uh, apparently, THQ is right on the border of foreclosure. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, we talked last week about some of the financial problems that they've been having. Um, and apparently, they are right at the edge of foreclosure. Uh, wow. They were able to push it back a little bit. They, they came to an agreement with uh, with their, their lender, Wells Fargo Bank, um, to wait until uh, January 15th of this upcoming year. Um, because they, they basically said, like, we, we might have... Uh, a donor, so just wait a little bit. Um, the the operative word being might. Yeah. And if that donor doesn't come through for them, I have no idea what's going to happen to THQ. That could be really bad for THQ. Yeah. Just give me Metro. I don't yeah. care what happens after that. Just give and me Metro. Give me South Park. The South Park RPG. Stick of Destiny. Stick of Destiny, thank you. There you go. So, um, oh yeah, and their uh, their chief financial officer got fired. So oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that guy <laughs> has not been doing his job well for a long time. No, it seems, no. So. That's a key part of your job, I think. <laughs> yeah, is to make sure that your company doesn't go to foreclosure. Solvency. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I guess we'll see what happens. Fingers crossed. They just got to hold out for a couple more months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Metro's in like February or March. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Oh, man, here's hoping. Hey, maybe they self-publish and, or it'll just get sold to someone else. It's it's, gonna, it's so far it's done, yeah. like it'll get done either way. And uh, finally, um, I know this is something that's really close to uh, Chris's heart. Um, <laughs> uh, Peter Molyneux. Um, am I saying that right, Molyneux? Yeah, I think so. Molyneux. Uh, Mol Mol Peter Molyneux. 
um, is getting ready to uh, put out a successor to uh, his classic uh, game, Populous, oh. uh, which was uh, kind of a, a god game. You mm-hmm. know? Um, his thing. Yeah, that's kind of his Before thing. Before it was his thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Before it made him famous, I guess. And, um, yeah, this is called uh, Goddess. G-O-D-U-S. I think it's Goddess. Yeah. Yeah, it's a god game, so I'm assuming it's Goddess. Or God... Godus. God... God you at... No, I don't know. Jodus. Jo- sure. Um, the, the wrinkle to this story is that, uh... He's getting... He's seeking funding from, uh... Kickstarter. <laughs> um, he's asking for uh, 450,000 pounds, which uh, we did the math, and that's, uh, what, like $20 million? Yeah, something it, like that. It's like $20 million. Um, to, he's, he's making a god game. Um, so this, this, yeah. this prompted an interesting discussion between Pat and I earlier, uh, earlier this evening. About um, what was the uh, what was the article that you uh, sent around a link to, Pat? Um, well, there's this this one guy, uh, Rob Florence, that he's he's been around for a while. He does like a, like blogs for several places, and he used to have a uh, he's actually a contributor at Rock Paper Shotgun. Oh, okay. I mean, he's a, he's a Scottish guy, I think. Um, and he did have a Eurogamer column. Okay, and he had like. He had done like 18 columns for them, and then there was some, uh, oh, there was, a uh, some... Controversy. Fact, yeah, controversy is one of his last article there with some Twitter people, and words were exchanged, lawsuits threatened, and he ended up stepping down from that, but, uh, I guess he has a different blog that he was doing, and he mentioned, like, it pretty much tears apart, like... Uh, Peter Molyneux for going with Kickstarter because why? <laughs> like why? Basically, yeah, yeah. I mean, his, his basic premise was like, you could have gotten someone to publish this for you. Like, you could have made this game tra- in the traditional way. Yeah. And instead, you wanted to do it this way, where you know there's really no risk for you at all, and you don't have to share profits with anybody. Yeah. Um, you know. Uh, okay, uh, sorry, sorry about that. We, uh, the, uh, we had Batman going on in the background, and, uh, the parade scene came on, and we had to, we, we just had to drop everything and watch that. Um, yeah. Not as good as I remember. No. Nope. Uh, Pat, you, you said, and I kind of agree that, uh, Batman Returns is like a thousand times better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's a ton of people that prefer this to all of them. I don't know anybody who does. Or not. Yeah. But, I don't know. Batman Returns is a demonstrably, demonstrably better movie, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it had more... It was more, obviously, Tim Burton. Sure. This was, like, him trying to be serious. When that was a good thing. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I, I guess we're done talking about uh, Peter Molyneux and his uh, Kickstarter. Yeah, whatever we were talking about. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, when that scene gets going, you, you lose everything. You drop. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, we're gonna go to break. Um, so, we will be right back. I don't need to like I care about material things, like a social stance. I just want four walls and a door to be set for my girls. I don't need to 
Okay, uh, we are back. Uh, the song bringing us in is My Girls by Animal Collective. Um, favorite of... Chris Lindendorf. Chris Lindendorf. He loves Animal Collective. He, I want to say that he said he was planning on getting a tattoo oh, wow. of their logo. So, I thought that was kind of extreme. He, yeah, he does have lots of... Uh, Lots of band tattoos all over his body. Yeah, have you seen his Creed tattoo? No. Oh, it's awesome. It's so good. Like a yeah. tramp stand? No, that one's three doors down. Okay. Yeah, he has a three doors down tramp stand. Yep. Well, I mean, he should be happy because he's been lobbying for that song for... It, for how long has it been out? For any Animal Collective song, really. Yeah. He's been saying for, for, you know, months now, guys, when are we going to get some Animal Collective in here? Yeah. Um, Looks yeah. like he was right the whole time. He, yeah. I, gosh, I was so wrong. Like, I, you know... I was, I was really pushing back against it, but I see how wrong I was. Yep. Thank so, you, Chris. Yeah, I'm glad we got that in there. <laughs> um, Alright, so uh, community uh, stuff. Um, last week's uh, burning question for answer so hot was... Wait, do we do burning question for answer or, or website stuff first? I think we do website stuff first. Yeah, it's website stuff. Okay. Um, well, what went up this week? Do you know? Um, there was a WWE 13 review that went up, mm-hmm. um, written by uh, none other than Chris Linendahl. Surprise. Um, and uh, Adam Marcy wrote a, uh, a top five for us about the uh, Disney buyout of uh, LucasArts, mm-hmm. or Lucasfilm. Right, right. Yeah, uh, that, I thought that one was actually really good. He, he did an awesome job with that one. Yeah. And uh, we had a KGB surveillance that went up. It was just it was the video that we recorded while we were doing our Halloween special of us going through the uh, the D-Bethel mailbag. Yeah, but a few other surveillances have gone up that we don't necessarily... Have we mentioned? I mean, there's actually, a page for it, up, but... Yeah. Oh, no. I, okay. It, it, it's going up. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. We because we we've recorded. We've been building up a, a huge backlog of uh, KGB surveillance stuff. So, um, yeah. Actually, we uh, we we actually had a top five go up uh, yesterday. Uh, a month late uh, top five games that terrified us. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a kind of a I couldn't be bothered with a that. collaborative effort. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Except me. Right. Right. Well, there were like. How many people write for this goddamn website? There's there's like eight or nine of us, yeah. so, you know, it, yeah. You're not the only one who wasn't, you know, in on that, but... Oh, I don't think I noticed. I saw... I haven't seen the, uh, the YouTube yeah. widget. Yeah, we have a, a YouTube widget now that has... Uh, it links to our YouTube channel. Yeah. So, uh, you can watch all of our awesomeness. On yeah, it, I mean, if you subscribe kind of get a sneak preview of what might pop up at some point. Yeah, yeah, they, they usually go up a little early um, there as opposed to on the site. But, um, yeah, it I mean... It takes a while to get the words out. It kind of does, sometimes. Uh, other times it's just timing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or scheduling. But, uh, yeah, we um, this upcoming week, um, we've got a uh, KGB surveillance going up of uh, WWE WrestleMania for Super uh, Nintendo. Oh, that was still WWF. Oh, you're right, yeah, shit. Yeah, WWF uh, WrestleMania. Um, and uh, our good buddy Jones um, wrote a review for uh, Train Simulator 2013. So, oh, boy. Yeah, oh, it's so good. Uh, so that'll be going up uh, this upcoming week as well. Uh, so now we get to go into Burning Question 4 Answer so hot. And um, last week's Burning Question 4 Answer so hot was... Uh, what is your favorite Star Wars licensed game? 
And um, let's see, uh, Jones uh, kind of ran through a whole list for us. Uh, yeah. Knights of the Old Republic uh, is the best Star Wars game he ever played. Uh, he says um, uh, KOTOR 2 uh, would have been a contender if it had ever been finished. Uh, X-Wing Alliance is great also, and in, in his opinion is the pinnacle of the Star Wars space sim games. I don't think I ever played that one, did you? No, I don't think so. Yeah, X-Wing Alliance? Huh. Uh, yeah. Uh, he also says, uh, Jedi Outcast was probably the first game that made the character really feel like a Jedi, while the Force Unleashed seemed like wasted potential. And, yeah, yeah, I'll go along with that. I still think Jedi Knight did a pretty good job hmm. of being for Jedis, but... I don't think I ever played Jedi Knight. Yeah, it was it was the uh, the sequel to Dark Forces in like a pretty early 3D like actual 3D game. That like that that series seemed to go crazy with their uh, like uh, like subtitling and stuff because like it was originally yeah. like Dark Forces colon Jedi Knight, mm-hmm. and then after that it was like Jedi Knight colon Jedi Academy or Jedi Outcast. Or, like they they kind of went crazy with that. Yeah, kind of like Call of Duty Modern Warfare, and you know they kind of went off in their own direction with that kind of thing. Accepted it a bit. Yeah, kinda. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing never existed before. Now it's just this thing. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Uh, let's see. John Newby um, also said, uh, it, let's see, it would probably be a tie between Battlefront 2 and Jedi Academy. I know that Outcast was a superior game to Academy, but I enjoyed the multiple lightsaber options and the ability to become evil. Okay. I didn't know you could become evil in that game. Huh. That's cool. Yeah. You know, I think... Oh man! Three years ago on a Steam sale, I got like the like entire like Jedi series. Holy shit! On yeah, and I still haven't played them. <laughs> I, I I played a little bit of um, uh, Jedi Knight Two. Whatever was that Jedi Outcast? I think it was Outcast. I, I think I played like the second one of that, and I just this might sound a little bit like racist graphics horish of oh. me. I was gonna say. Oh. Uh, but that game looks like balls like that game looks like fucking shit and it yeah. i just it, it really pulled me out of it i tried I, I really gave it an honest try and i just couldn't do it so. i have a feeling jedi knight doesn't hold up well but it was like when 3d cards like graphics cards were like um they weren't required well i think that was one of the few games that it was like an early game that required it they weren't as widespread though yeah yeah it was more of a luxury yeah um and, I mean, you can tell it's an early game in that kind of thing. But it's still, it, it captured, I think, probably just as good, well, as Dark Forces did hmm. in being a Doom, Doom clone. Okay. Yeah. But well, I've, and Battlefront, dude. Battlefront is freaking incredible. I never got into those games. Really? I, I just didn't have them. They're so good. So goddamn good. I just, yeah, the recreations of, you know, your favorite historic Star Wars battles. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Absolutely awesome. And I, I think uh, Battlefront 2 was the one that enabled you to, um, periodically throughout the fight, you could actually take control of a Jedi. So, like, you'd be playing, um, you know, say you'd be playing, like, the battle for Endor. Mm-hmm. Um, you could, at a certain point, like, take control and play as Luke Skywalker. So now you're just running, like, instead of just being, like, a random soldier running around shooting dudes, you're now Luke Skywalker just running around with a lightsaber, just tearing shit up. Wow. Yeah, pretty cool. Very cool. Really hoping that third one comes out at some point. That would be really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, so uh, this week's uh, burning question for Answer So Hot is, um, <laughs> uh, you know, since we talked a lot, actually, about uh, console launches, uh, 
What is, for you, your most memorable console launch? Okay. Um, how about you, Pat? What, what, what do you got? <clears throat> um, I think probably the PlayStation 1. Okay. Because, <clears throat> like, I, I, that was the first one I actually got on launch. Because, like, we didn't, we had a Commodore before, we had a Nintendo, and that Damn. was, like, three, four years at least after the NES had launched. Okay. We got an NES, and it was similar thing with the, the SNES. It was a couple years in. And uh, <clears throat> now I remember we had a pretty big garage sale, and I really wanted a PlayStation. So I put all of my... Uh, all your possessions? All of my Genesis stuff out for sale just to fund my PlayStation. Wow. And, I mean, this was... Like, before, like, uh, reserves and stuff were heavily pushed. Mm -hmm. And I remember, like, I had the money, the $300, to get a PlayStation, like, the day it came out. So, like, my mom took us to the mall. Holy shit. And um, we ended up tracking one down after a while. Because console launches weren't so big in, like, wait, it was 95 at the time. Like, they, uh, they weren't, like, stand outside the, you know, lineup outside the mall kind of thing. Right. It was like just now. get there 30 minutes early. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and I mean, we got it on the day of, yeah. but it was like probably seven or eight at night. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, but just the fact like that I had to you know, give up all these prized possessions to be able to get this and it turned out to be a great... Super worth it. Absolutely. Um, and I don't even know, I think I might have had one, been able to get one game at the time. I think I got Ridge Racer. Oh, all right. So there weren't there weren't that many uh, launch titles. Oh, uh, I would have guessed Medieval. <coughs> um, no, no, that wasn't a launch title. That came oh, out a couple okay. of years later. All right. Um, that was definitely something like along with Crash Bandicoot that they tried to turn into their flagship kind of yeah. franchises. There were at least what two or three of those Medieval. I think there were two. Okay. Um, there, I think there was a third one for PSP. Or oh, something. So, ouch. But. Uh, Actually, you know, I didn't. I didn't have any games from that launch. I just had the demo disc it came with. Oh! And I would play those demos over and over again. Underground. It, yeah, it was before the underground. It was just the very first demo disc, and wow, I actually really enjoyed all the demos on that. And what uh, what were the, some of the demos you had? It had uh, loaded. Okay. Uh, the first level for loaded. Um, two extreme. No, not two. Um, ESPN Extreme Racing or something like that. It was kind of like a road rash game. Okay. Except you play as like a biker or a rollerblader. Okay. Um, it was all digitized. Like it was really bad looking, but still got a lot of at the time it was really awesome. Oh yeah, sure. Those are the two I remember. I think there was a Twisted Metal video, not a uh, just like an attract video, not no demo for that, but. Um, I don't know. I'd say I, that was fond, fond memories. Okay. Nice. How about you? Um, well, I've <laughs> never owned a console at launch. Okay. I, I just, I don't do that. Yeah. Um, I always, like I said earlier, I always wait until second generation. Yeah. It's, it's only, I think it was the PlayStation 1 that I got on launch and then the Wii. I, I skipped on the Sony, or the PlayStation 3, PlayStation 2. And Xbox and its sequel. Yeah, yeah. I um, for me the most memorable one. Uh, the um, I was working at Best Buy when all three of the 
current gen systems mm-hmm. came out the Wii, Xbox 360, and PS3. I was at Best Buy for all three of those. Oh, yeah. All right. And um, the uh, when the Xbox 360 came out, I was like, there's going to be a fight here. Yeah. So, um, like, I, I was actually off that day, the day that it launched. But a friend and I woke up early and we went just to see what happened. Yeah. And uh, sure enough, there was a humongous goddamn fist fight. Cops got called. People mm-hmm. got arrested. It yeah. was awesome. Like, that was great. Yeah. Uh, and and that's really the extent of my experience with launches. I, I yeah, I, I never have been to uh, something like that. I mean, like, yeah, pretty, pretty actually unexciting story. No, no, that's awesome. I mean, you hear about that happening, but you... You know that it did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and that, that was the reason why we did it, because I was like, it, you know it's going to happen. Like, this is, there's going to be a fight here, so we, we need to be there. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was great. It was really cool. Yeah, it's kind of interesting, because, like, the Xbox really kind of brought this whole different, like, it almost created a different kind of gamer. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's easy to say, like, like a bro gamer or whatever. Because I remember, like, in college, like, there were a ton of people that I would have never have guessed would play game, any games, but they would just sit around and play Halo all the time. Right. And that definitely, they graduated into the 360. Yeah. Not to say they're necessarily the people that were making, that were fighting, but it just brought this, I mean, it just became a huge thing at that point, like, even bigger than it was. It, I, I think it, it, it made a, um, it turned on a different segment of people to yeah. games that normally yeah. wouldn't have been attracted to it. That's, and, yeah. and those people just continued to be gamers after that, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah, yeah, I definitely know what you mean, though. Um, yeah, I, you know, like you, I, I don't necessarily know that it's fair to refer to them as bro gamers. No, but, no, I'm not. Um, but, but yeah, there was definitely a, a large group of people that previously wouldn't have given a shit. Mm-hmm. So, um... Yeah, I, I don't remember the PS3 launch at all. I was working, you know, when it happened, but I don't really right. remember it. Um, and I don't remember the Wii launch either. Not at all. I, I yeah, I, I was there day one, and it was at, like, a mall. And there was a, I had, I think I had one reserved and paid off. But there were, uh, people were starting to line up by the time I got there, which was about an hour before they opened. And then they ended up giving out, like, tickets, you know, for, like, this is how many we have allocated yep. past uh, reserves. It's a good idea to do it that way. Yeah, and I kind of, I like, no one else had one reserved or anything, so it was, like, uh, a line of, like, very heated people. But no no fists. Okay. But um, still, like, I just didn't want to say, like, yeah, I kind of have one guaranteed already. Yeah. I was just... You schmucks. Yeah, I just flew under the radar for that, but... Um, <clears throat> That one wasn't as memorable, except it was a ze- launch for a Zelda game. Yeah. So that was that was nice. Yeah. But uh, yeah. All right. Well, answer in the comment section. Uh, what is your most memorable uh, launch? Um. Okay. We uh, actually. I don't know why I closed the window. Uh, we actually have a little bit of a mailbag here. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I was really excited to see this one. Yeah. I don't know what this is. Yeah. Yeah. I did. I deliberately did not show this to Pat. Uh, because I wanted this to be a surprise. Um, so, uh, yeah, um, if you have anything that you want to send to us, questions, comments, 
something you want us to read on the show, uh, send it to knowngriefers at gmail.com. So this comes to us from friend of the site, uh, Dan Bethel. Okay. Yep. Yep, this, uh, I had no idea this was coming. He says, uh, don't, don't, don't look down, by the oh, way. Don't, oh, okay. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll let you know when it's time. Um, okay, he says, I don't know why these were sent to me, but an astute fan must have attached, or must have made these attached images. Looks like a pro to me, or an occasional webcomic artist. Enjoy? And, uh, as you can see here, we've got a picture of, a. <laughs> Miyamoto uh, being very angry in front of a copy of uh, Nintendogs for 3DS saying you should play Nintendogs. So, uh, I like that. That we'll, we'll, we'll put that up on the show page. That'll, yeah. Very nice. Well done. Very nice. Well done, sir. I'm assuming he made that, but yeah, who knows. It's a, uh, it's a slight wait, mystery. W- yeah, there's no helicopter, though. That's true, yeah. Oh, <laughs> man, he fucked up. Yeah, how did he get there? Because apparently his only means of conveyance is helicopter. Yeah. So, well, all right. Better luck next time. I yeah. Guess. Well, thanks for passing that along. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um. All right. Well, uh, I think we're gonna go. So, um. Yeah. Uh. In addition to writing to us at Gmail, uh, please follow us on Twitter at uh, known underscore griefers, um, and uh, like us on Facebook. At facebook.com slash knowngriefers. Check out the uh, YouTube channel, right? Uh, sure, yeah. We have a YouTube channel. Search for Known Griefers, and we're there. We, uh... Most of the videos that are there are, are ones that go up in KGB surveillances, but um, there are also a handful of videos that, uh, you know, we just we wanted to record more footage of games, but there was really not a good way to put them into an article, so they're just kind of there. Oh, okay. Uh, there, yeah. There's a whole bunch of videos for, like, uh, like Dead Island and stuff that um, were just really cool moments that happened in the game, but just there was no way to put them up So oh, okay. in an article. So, But they're on the YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, also a great place to, you know, convenient place to check out any of your favorite uh, KGB surveillance videos, like the Slender videos or, you know, any of that stuff. That's all there. Um, so yeah, I guess we're gonna we're gonna get out of here. Uh, Pat and I have a new game to play, so yes, we're gonna go we're gonna go play some chivalry, take some axes to folk. Oh man, yeah. All right, uh, Pat, you want to? Uh... No. Oh. Okay. I, I thought, okay. All right. All right. Fine. All right. I thought you might. Bye. <laughs> okay. Uh, I get. Uh, I. You made it weird, so I don't. <laughs> okay. Uh. Goodbye. Goodbye.